Hi, welcome to Wow Talk. My name is Darlene Gustin. And I'm Donna Capacity. And today we are going to talk about blood types. Is that correct? Absolutely. <laughs> there's there's different ways of classifying the blood, and we're specifically going to talk about the ABO system. Okay. Why don't you explain what that is? Well, there's different ways that blood can be classified, but the ABO system in particular has been found to have preferred food lists according to those blood types. And it was something that's been around for a while, and it first came out when I was still a student, at which time I didn't go for it. So the guru who created the whole thing came to uh, lecture at the naturopathic school just before I graduated. Oh, the actual person who created the system? Yes, yes. Oh, interesting. And I remember talking about his lecture after the fact with my classmates, and we're all scoffing and pessimistic we're like yeah no you can't just have four diets we believe in you know customizing health to the individual and you couldn't just put the world into four different piles and four different diets life's not that simple no um and so so we didn't i didn't really take to it at that point and i kind of ignored it for 10 years and and 10 years later he wrote the book and what happened was my patients would come to their Excuse appointments. Excuse me for one second. What is the name of the book again? I don't remember. Is the it exact... something like Know Your Blood Type? And then there was Eat for, eat your, for blood your Blood Type, type or yeah, something, Yeah, Eat for right? Your Blood Type and Live for Your Blood Type. Now there's yeah. several of them. Okay. But it the, was the first one. He has a cookbook. I know I've oh, seen that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yes, yeah. definitely. And um, what would happen is patients started coming in and they would ask me, what do you think of eating according to blood type? And I would kind of wink and go, not much. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the patient would say, but it's working for me. And I had a few patients that started saying that. And I thought, oh, I better read the book. <laughs> sure. Now, would they say it's working for me because they're feeling really great on that plan, that meal plan? Definitely. Or I it was helping to cure things or to lessen symptoms of it doesn't necessarily cure things but mm -hmm. what happened was people were seeing that they were losing weight they were oh. having more energy they were having less pain and significant benefits so i couldn't ignore it anymore okay. and i i read the book and i thought well what's the harm i'm i'm going to make one handout for each of these four blood types and i'll start sharing it with my patients and say hey this is helping some other people. If you want to try, eat like this for a week, let me know what happens. So I had a lot of takers on that. Yeah. And I was really impressed. And I thought, wow, there's really, you know, a lot of benefit to this. And I can't not share this with my patients. I love it when, when health is simple, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so it's now a permanent part of my treatment plan. I want to know every patient's blood type. It's not always the first thing I'm looking for, but certainly if they know their blood type, they'll get that handout from me right away. And in other cases, I might have other priorities and eventually one day I say, hey, what's your blood type? Let's, let me prick your finger if you don't know. Okay, so that was going to be my next question. So if we don't know and we come to see you in an appointment, you can prick the finger and do the test and you can determine what the blood type is. Correct. Okay. Correct. So I have the blood type testing kit in my clinic if I need to find out for the patient. And then they simply get the food list. And there's three columns 
of foods on that handout. One is the beneficial foods, mm -hmm. one is the neutral foods, and one is the harmful foods. So each blood type has a different list, of course, and I, I ask patients to eat only the beneficial and neutral foods for one week to see where it's going to help them. So I could have 20 patients who are blood type O and they won't all have exactly the same benefits. Okay. So one person might find that their digestion is better. The next per many of those patients would find less weight, less pain and more energy. Other patients I've seen blood pressure go down, blood sugar go down, cholesterol go down. Really? Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. I should take that handout a bit more seriously then <laughs> because I think you've given it to me more than once. Oh my. So could you go through the different blood types? I'm not saying that you'll know off the top of your head the foods that are great for each one, although we could grab maybe one of those handouts and, and give some examples. Uh, so can we start sure, with that? And, sure. And... I'll, I'll give a rough idea. Okay. So for instance, blood type O is the most common blood type. Is it O negative or is it just O or O negative? I don't even know. All the great, different... great okay. um, point. So the positive negative part, that's positive for rhesus factor or negative for rhesus factor. So that's a different way of classifying the blood that's often overlapped with the ABO classification. Okay. So as far as food selection goes, an O positive and an O negative gets the same list. Okay. So I don't test for that because it's not going to change my recommendations. Okay. And um, so all the O's, whether they're positive or negative, they get the same handout. And blood type O is approximately half of the population is blood type O. So it's very common. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I know, sorry. I couldn't resist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So O, think O for original, old-fashioned. So it historically in evolution, blood type O was the first blood type. At one time, all humans were blood type O. Caveman was a blood type O. So think caveman. He was a meat eater, right? Okay. Yeah. And so this is the natural born meat eater. And and it's not about telling people to eat meat all the time. Caveman didn't eat meat every day. That was just the occasional prize when he'd catch some big animal. Yes. In between, he was eating berries, right? Yes. So with blood type O, it's more about get off bread and milk. So I'll tell my patients, think caveman. Occasional meat, lots of vegetables, and caveman didn't milk a cow. That's right. <laughs> Cave... I just pictured that. <laughs> caveman didn't bake bread in the oven, and caveman didn't have a farm to grow potatoes. So, so those three foods are very common in Western society, bread, milk, and potatoes, and in Europe. But those are not really the best foods for many of us. Sure. And so so the benefit really comes from avoiding the harmful foods. And seven days is usually long enough um, to eat clean according to your blood type and say, where is it going to help me as an individual? But thereafter, that doesn't mean that a blood type O can never have pizza, but it's the 80-20 rule or the four-day rule. So with food restrictions in the naturopathic profession, we default to what's called the four-day rule. So you can have the so-called harmful food 
at most once every fourth day. Okay. And that's based on the turnaround time that it takes for your intestinal lining to replace itself. So that if the food caused some intestinal inflammation, at least recover from that before you do it again. Okay. Right? And so that way it's doable more long-term. And and so the first seven days shows you the potential benefit of eating like this. And then the more long-term thing is that you eat in moderation, where the harmful foods would be allowed 20% of the time or once every four days. Or I say to patients, just default to once or twice on the weekend and that's it. Right. Yeah, that that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be. You have to be able to maintain it, right? Mm-hmm. And the next biggest group of people is blood type A. So think A for agriculture. Donna just raised her hand. <laughs> I'm an A. Donna's an A. <laughs> so um, think A for agriculture. So you're the natural born vegetarian. Who knew? Yeah. So so your blood type also has a power food, which is soya. Mm-hmm. Um, soya is particularly beneficial for blood type A. And another interesting, other interesting points about being a blood type A is the nightshade family are all harmful. So, you know, the nightshade foods. Yes. Yeah, so would that be something like eggplant? Yep. Uh, peppers? Yep. Okay. Tomatoes and potatoes. No. And peppers. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Also very popular foods. The The nightshade family of foods are very known to aggravate arthritis, especially rheumatoid arthritis. I have heard that. Yes. Now I'm hearing it again. Yes. That's, okay. Yes. Okay. I hear it every August when it's tomato yeah. season. <laughs> I love fresh tomatoes. Of course oh you do. Italians do, right? That's Donna's right. Italian. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So every August when it's tomato season, I get many patients coming in saying, I've been doing just great. And all of a sudden everything's back. And the number of times I say, have you been eating tomatoes again? And um, of course, of course. Right. So would that even count for making my sauce, my tomato sauce? I guess it doesn't matter how you it's not just fresh tomatoes. It's tomatoes in general. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the nightshades are on the harmful list for blood type A's. And another thing about being a blood type A, also blood type A's are known for having a stomach that produces a lower amount of hydrochloric acid than people of other blood types. So they're not good at digesting minerals and proteins in their stomach. Okay. Mm hmm. Yeah, so All that's valuable a, information. Yeah, yeah. And then there's blood type B. E. So I'm a very proud blood type B. E. We're about 8% of the population. Oh. Yes. And we are the newest, latest, most modern blood type. And we, at the time that this blood type came, people started traveling around from country to country. So, so we're a little more balanced, right? Oh, B for balanced. B for balanced. I, I don't see as much of an exciting benefit with blood type eating on blood type E's that I do with O and A blood types. But the consistent two foods that stand out for myself when I ate like this and um, and for my patients who are blood type B, get off wheat and chicken. And of course, many people are having lots of chicken because they want the protein. Yes. Right? So so when I tried the blood type diet myself for seven days, the seven-day blood detox, the first time, 
I thought, okay, I'm going to really put this to the test and I'm going to switch the chicken that at that time I was having four or five times a week because mm -hmm. it's the healthy lean protein, right? Easy to do. So right? many different ways yeah. to prepare it. Yep. And I substituted it for beef that obviously has more fat and calories. And at the end of the week, I weighed less, even though I ate more calories. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I did a little experiment on myself. So I, I never went back to eating that much wheat and chicken ever again. Because it yeah. felt so good. That week felt so good. Right? Yeah. So I wonder how hard it would be, though, to maintain that all the time. You know? Well, speaking from myself, when I saw how much energy it was stealing from me, not that I had bad energy to begin with. I would say I had an energy of 8 out of 10, and then I did the blood type diet. And and it's not like I became wired. I It was not just more energy. I felt like I had more resilience. And I felt like I had you know, when you put freshly charged batteries in your phone or in your calculator, it was that feeling that I just felt like strong. And, um, and I thought, yeah, I like that feeling. And so I still eat wheat and I still eat chicken, but never as frequent as I did before I did that week. Okay, very exciting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm going to try to cut out the nightshades mm -hmm. over the next week. And as I said, I should have tried this a long time ago, but it's I feel all excited here. You know, then I go home and I don't take, I, I put the paper down and I don't know where it is. So I will keep those in mind though, definitely. And so for someone who doesn't know their blood type and who can't get in to see you, uh, would that be something they could ask their family doctor uh, to get a requisition to, to find out what their blood type is? Of is course. that what they of could course. do? And then once they do, is there somewhere online they could refer to, to perhaps get a list of that? I mean, I know they could buy the book. I can't think of the author's name at the moment. Dr. Uh, D'Adamo. Oh. apostrophe Adamo. Okay, yes. that's right. Yeah. So I guess they could pick up the book. Mm -hmm. But of course, for anyone in the area, if they would like to book an appointment with Dr. Gustin, she'd be happy to help you out uh, with this whole um, category of uh, natural health and eating right for your blood type. Absolutely. And there is one last blood type is sometimes an A marries a B and they have an AB blood type baby. Yes. So there's very few of those around. And of course, one of my children is an AB. Of course. <laughs> of course. But they're, they're a little more like a blood type A. Okay. And, um, and so, so follow that, that they would follow that. Uh, well, they have their own type. handout, right? Oh, they like, do? So, so okay. there's an AB handout. So okay. I don't give them the blood type A handout. There's an actual AB list. Okay. But um, but does it seem to be more? It's a little more like an A. Like it's a little a. more like okay. an A. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else? Well, sometimes when I'm talking about food sensitivities with patients and I'll order that test and it could cause huge benefits to a patient but I tell them IgG food sensitivities can be changed you can take a vacation from the food and bring it back in lesser frequency and no longer have a sensitivity to it but I always tell them that after we've implemented that and benefited when we start giving the person a little bit more freedom and balance with food reintroduction and I'll say but blood types written in stone <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so you might have a dairy sensitivity for now, but your blood type's written in stone. 
Yes. Yeah, that won't change over the course of a lifetime. So so it might not always be the focus, but it's always part of what I'm educating a person. So like what I said with you, you will never make as much hydrochloric acid Mm -hmm. as me because we're different blood types. And then that will always be the case. Yeah, that -hmm. makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much once again. Such fascinating information. My pleasure. Yeah, And thank you all for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.